The following podcast contains explicit language. It's Valentine's Day, and I've set up two microphones on a table in the back of a bar. Are you recording? Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are? Oh, hello. <laughs> what was the original question? <laughs> Do you want to go first? Um, okay, I'll go first. Um, what was the first time that you had sex? What was it like? So, I'm Sarah. I'm, I'm 33. Okay. How old are you? I'm 23. Oh. You were not expecting that, were you? Don't be shy, man. Our, our name's not even on there, so it's like... Have you had someone say something like that? Like, say, your pussy smells to you? Most men avoid the... It's you! I don't know about you guys, but sometimes it's easier for me to open up and say something incredibly honest when I'm talking to a stranger. Have you ever done that? Just told your life story to someone on an airplane, or had a meaningful dose of small talk on an elevator. And that's a goal of my dating life, too. The idea that I can meet someone in a bar or on a dating app, and then instantly start opening up to them in a way that I can't even do with my closest friends. Today on the show, intimate conversations between single people we're meeting for the first time. There was a certain point where I was like, okay, like... Your life will be easier when you stop trying to make this person love you. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily make love go away. I'm glad that we're both anti-time travel. I think that that's where a lot of relationships fall apart, where, you know, one person um, right. goes back in time and the other partner has to kind of hold it down here. And right. so I'm glad that, right. you know, we're on the same page. I'm Andrea Salenzi, and this is YOY. We're a show about dating from Panoply. This past Valentine's Day, we hosted a meetup for singles in New York. And in the back of the bar, I set up my version of X-rated StoryCorps. Conversations on the mic between strangers who, for all we know, might go home together. The setup was pretty simple. I just put out a checkered tablecloth on a table with a single candle, a rose, two microphones, and then we just let the tape roll for four hours. Today, I'm going to bring you my favorite moments between the couples. We'll listen to each one for about five minutes. And I want you to listen with the ears of a radio producer. Can my experiment capture moments of real intimacy between strangers? And why are those exchanges so amazing to listen to? What's your relationship with your father like? I don't have one. No. And just so you know, the pairings were totally random. These were all new acquaintances who elected to head to the table and give it a try. Each couple was given this instruction. You need to come up with your own questions, but keep trying to one-up each other. Ask questions that are increasingly personal. Some of the pairings thought of this as a date, and some were strictly platonic. Like this first couple. He's gay, she's straight, they both date men. So, where to begin? I'm wondering what to ask you. Uh, What's like a... An intimate... Intimate. Is that the point? Because we're supposed to... Like, it's not... It's supposed to be like we're supposed to get to know... We're like really supposed to get to know each other. Okay, I'll tell you this. Okay. Um, 
Have you ever had anal sex? Yeah, I have. How was that for you? Um, it was like fun. It was fun because it was like trying something new. Yeah, of course. But I, I'm not into it. I'm kind of disappointed in myself for not being into it. But I feel was it like, pleasurable? Um, I think the person I I was having anal sex with, I was like in love with. Okay. And he was really into it. And so there was like a pleasure in giving someone that you That's love. a roundabout no. Yeah, that's a roundabout that's no. That's a roundabout I know, no. I mean, like, um, <laughs> it wasn't, but like, I mean, these are all these factors that wouldn't probably make. No. I it's know. a no. It was, I, yeah, it's a no. I'm not into it. Uh, well, I mean, fair At least enough. I, know. I mean, women don't women have. Know. Women don't have prostates. So there isn't like a. You don't have that pleasure sensor there in particular. I mean, I don't know how that would. I got a question. Sure. Okay, can you what is? Can you describe to me what it's like to get pleasure from a prostate? Yeah. So okay, stay with me. All okay, right. I'm, I'm here. So the prostate in in a man or in general. It's really because high up because here's one thing I'll tell you. Yeah. Is like ladies are always like I'm gonna put like a finger up my boyfriend's butt and they're gonna think it's so like. Nope. You know, and, and the thing is, it's like we all do it. We're like, let me just try to stick one up there, and they're going to think I'm so wild. So there are two components to my answer. Number okay. one <laughs> is the location of the prostate, which I'll get into now. Okay, okay. So the prostate is kind of like, think of your belly button, or the male belly button, because the, the female belly button is typically higher. Uh, think of the male belly button. It's literally right below that, Okay. Okay. So, like, the stomach, all that, great. It's, like, below that, okay? So, entering the anal canal all the way up there, it's there. You can't... Not with your hand. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Really? Like, Like, there's no way you can get a prostate. You can get... Okay, so here's the real real tea. The prostate is inaccessible, period. It's actually between walls. So you can't okay. actually touch it. Oh, so, so you're touching like, when you go in okay. there. I think when you're you think touching. About it, like, it's like the G spot, right? It is, okay. essentially. Oh, but there's like no way. You can. So you're you're what you're doing when you're trying to simulate the prostate is you're stimulating the walls that touch the prostate. It's like actually an organ, though, right? Because you'll get like prostate. Essentially, I mean, listen, I didn't go to NYU. Okay, okay I didn't yeah, go to, but you know. I'm not gonna now, the second part of my answer really um, has to do with the cleanliness of that area. Do you mean that's like because it's your anal like, Yeah, 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 like anal douching. Okay. The anal cavity, just as any other cavity, needs to be cleansed. Hey. So a lot of, um, you know, like gay men, like I'm a gay man, you gotta, you gotta, you wanna take that's care of that, do the really whole bit. It's rude, actually, right? It's rude not to. Exactly. Oh, look, the timer's done, but we'll still keep on talking, won't we? Has it been 10 minutes It's been 10 minutes. This is the best. I'm having the best time. But um, when I was having anal sex, I was like, I was like, I don't want to have to witness. A tragedy. Yeah, but women don't have like. Well, that's the thing. So it's not a part. It's not terribly a part of your culture. I know it's not. It's not a part of straight females. So they don't really. No one ever talks about it. But, no, um, but it, it gets really, you know, I got to tell you, it's like watching a guy's penis come out of you and it's got... And it's like covered in chocolate pudding. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. It's too much. It's too much. As a, as a gentleman with the prostate, 
when you insert something up there, you know, ideally a penis or um, some sort of a sexual object, you know, I mean, it is very pleasurable from my experience, you know, if we're being honest here. But um, the pleasure really stems from it being a safe environment, you know, and the other person knows what he's doing. And you definitely, as a receiver, know what you're doing, you know, in the shower and when you get your, oh, you know, your enema. You right. As a gay man, there is no such thing as sex on the go. Sex on the go? Sex on okay, the go. If I see someone here and I'm like, wow, he is really hot. Let me like get up in there or let let me let him get up in here. No such thing. Because the preparation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, can't just waltz up, you know, up to him in his apartment and like sit on his dick. That's not going to happen. You know, I'm going to like lift up and there's chocolate pudding. That's not cute. I know. Well, okay. Well, what happens like when you're in a relationship? You have set days and times. Oh, yes, really? you do. Wait, what does it feel like? It's fabulous. I mean, I, I do would you imagine. Have an orgasm from it? You can. Okay, so here's the thing. So the prostate is definitely the male G spot. So when a gentleman ejaculates, it is triggered by the prostate. Okay, stay with me. the The anus, the the sphincter, the opening, the hole. Yeah. Okay, that has more. Um, nerve endings than the human mouth. Okay? okay? I buy that. All those nerve endings, and when you hit the prostate, it's quite fabulous. I would imagine it's like vaginal sex, but I think that vaginal sex would be a bit more immediately pleasuring. Because honestly, I gotta tell you, like, I don't get off... Like, I don't have vaginal orgasms, and so, like, it's kind of fun. Me neither. <laughs> we have something in <laughs> we found the thing. Oh my god, we're <laughs> we're soulmates. We are. We're in love. <laughs> this worked. It worked. This really worked. Wow. <laughs> the next pair we're gonna hear was a romantic match. This guy was at the bar back when we were setting up for the event. He's never heard the podcast. He wasn't there for the event. He was just there on his laptop, enjoying a beer, and he decided to stick around. And then he met a lady who has never heard the podcast. She was just dragged there by the sister of a listener. So they liked each other. They wanted to get on the mic and chat. In a lot of ways, this made them less self-conscious and a little more playful than some of the other couples. Let's listen. I had no idea this was going to go down. I came in here to get some work done. And have a nice quiet time to get some work done with a beer. And then uh, and then all this happened. Sixty people came in here looking for dates. So looking for love. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Do you want me to sing for you right now? Yeah. So here we go, right? All right. <clears throat> Let me just clear my throat. Testing one two, one two. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? No, that's all I know. Oh, that I really was good. Yeah, you I can so? see it in your eyes. Yeah, I was yeah, really yeah. Passionate, passionate. Yeah. Today is passionate. I felt it. Did you win a Grammy yesterday or something? Or? Actually, I won like five. Dumb. But I got booed off the stage yeah. because of this shit when I messed up my tribute yeah. to whatever, when I was singing whatever. Right on, right on, right on. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 
No, that, that, that's true. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So let's stick to this. So, um, When's the last time you had sex? Oh. <laughs> All right. Last time I had sex was a few days ago. Really? Yeah. That's hot. Good for you, man. All right, thank you. Thank you. How about you? That's a great question. I think about like like a week. About a week ago. About a week ago. It was kind of lit too. Okay. Um, is that someone you'll you'll see again, or is that someone? Oh my god, no. No. He's married. He's married. <laughs> I didn't know that. He's been with the person for seven years. They were getting married in two weeks. I got in contact with the fiance oh. and tore their shit down. They have two kids together, and he lied to me about everything. Oh. Fake Instagram account, fake Facebook account. Wait a minute. Yeah. You told his fiance? Yeah, I was like. Ring, ring, hello. Yeah, your husband just, or fiance just, like, cheated on me. Sorry. <laughs> and me and her were chatting for, like, three days. Like, really cool. Like, how are we going to get back at him? And I was like, I could really care less. Like, you have to deal with that. I don't. He's actually. It's a horrible situation. And the thing is, he's going to be famous. He, he's. I'm beeping this to protect the guy's privacy. But I'll just tell you, he's an athlete. Edit all this. But besides this, my love life has been just on the rocks, and I'm kind of just doing my own thing. All right, so about a week ago, you. Yeah, okay, okay, that's good. Um, when's the next time you want to have sex? I mean, tonight, let's go. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, put that for the record here, everybody, at Pacific Standard. <laughs> Remix! <laughs> Tonight, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So let's get out to the uh, to the deep question. So, when's the last time you've been in love? The last time I was in love, yeah. Yeah. All right. The last time that I was in love was with my ex for three years. Yeah. And I messed that shit up. I fucked it up. That's my fault. And now I guess I'm still kind of in love with him, but it's like a one way street. So I guess. About like two years, like a year ago. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but you know, it's always brighter on the other side. Work out. Yeah. Everything happens, right? Everything happens for a reason, I agree. Yeah. And and the the, the, the dominoes fall the way they will, and you're here at, at, this, at this bar right now. I know. Honestly, like, my goal today, I want to hear a secret. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, secret on, on radio. Wait, this is real radio? I don't know. I'm out. So my fantasy was to have a threesome tonight. That's what I, on Valentine's Day I wanted to have a threesome. And it's just not happening. So I'm a little sad about that. But I'm definitely like getting laid. Like I'm definitely taking something home. Like it's definitely happening. You have to, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a mighty that's one of the best goals I've ever heard in my entire life. Having a threesome? Yes. Have you ever had a threesome? Yes. Yeah, with two girls? Yes. That's lit. I always wanted to have them with two guys, but apparently that's a train, so it's not the same. (laughs) (laughs) Titles. Don't get caught up in titles. The world. It just fucks me up. Yeah. All these societal rules and morals. Yeah. No, well... You, uh... I think we got some people coming up next on the mic. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. But we gotta... Okay, we gotta wrap it up. As they walk away, I can still hear them talking. He's like, I wonder if anyone listens to this. Up next, we have another potential match, and we'll hear him find a way of asking her this age-old question. Is this a date? 
I'm going to. I, I don't. I'm just, I'm just going to put this out here. Right now, you are you are a professional podcaster, and so you, I think, can fall easily into the role of holding a microphone and saying things. He's actually talking to a beautiful Australian radio producer who happened to be at the event. Holding a microphone and saying things. Right. I, I am. I, I think am, you're doing great. <laughs> thanks. I'm closer to the side of this where this is closer to a date for me. Right. So no, no pressure, but like... No, no, no. Just, just to let, let you know where I'm coming from. We'll find out if this is actually a date after a quick break. So where we left off, there is a guy and a lady podcast producer. They just met that night and agreed to talk on the microphone. And now they need to figure out if this is a date. So let's go back to the conversation. I'm closer to the side of this where this is closer to a date for me. Right. So no, no pressure, but like... No, no, no. Just, just to let, let you know where I'm coming from. I, I, I respect <laughs> the premise of this. <laughs> It's a date that is being recorded. Okay, and I, I didn't know. Have, okay. I've bought into that premise 100%. So we're on a date, is so what you say. For sure. Oh, okay. I would say it's going quite well. I think the okay. conversation is flowing easily. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, we don't just psychoanalyze the date. But okay, let's not talk about the date. No, but that's, that's awful. I, no, no, no. I mean, I, yes. There is the, the producer side of me that like finds this to be a fascinating experiment. Sure. But, um, no. Okay, so ask me yeah. a question that is not about... That's not, you know, directly about a felony. Okay, that's a good idea. Um, uh, <laughs> Why is this night different from, from all of it? Yes. We're having a date recorder for a <laughs> podcast. It might end up on the internet forever. The reason they're able to finish each other's question here, this question, why is this night different from all the other nights? It's actually a Passover reference. They're both Jewish and talked for a while about their Judaism. Uh, and so I got sent to the rabbi's office, which is the highest you can escalate things. Have you seen, sorry, have you seen A Serious Man, the Coen Brothers <laughs> film? Because I keep thinking of those scenes where he gets sent to the rabbi's office. I, I haven't, and that's a mistake that I know that I've made oh, in my life. Oh, please, do yourself, because it's all about this. Um, this, is, this is the worst part of being Jewish, I think. Well, second worst part is that... There are already books and movies about all of the parts of Judaism. It's already documented. It, it's like, we've covered it. But so anyway, I got sent to the rabbi's office, and he was just like, Seth, have a party, you'll make money. Which was, is the worst thing to say. They have the best banter. But one of my favorite exchanges of the night was this one. He asked her a great question, and she had a really thoughtful answer. So what what do you need? I mean, I'm assuming you're, you're looking for a relationship. Maybe not. But um, what... What thing are you looking for in a relationship? Like, if you if you had to give me the, the like the litmus test of, of what you need that is not generic, like what are what are the things, or even that are generic, but like what are your priorities, or what makes something work or not? If you know, um, if you don't know, that's an important answer too. Sure, that's a good question. I think um, I really want to be with someone who's very nice to me. Like, it sounds really banal, but I just think kindness is really important. And um, one of my best friends in the world who I grew up with 
was diagnosed with MS when she was pregnant with her first child. It was like a very complicated thing and it was very close to her. She was actually living in New York at the time. And at some point, she was about a year after her diagnosis, and she's doing really well, we were reflecting back on the time when she first got sick. And she was like, you know, her husband, she was saying, he's great, and I love him, and he's so smart, and and I I love talking to him, and there's a lot about him that is amazing. But, you know, he's intellectually stimulating to me, and I'm attracted to him. But, like, ultimately, he's just, he was really nice about wiping my ass when I couldn't do it for myself. And I thought that that was the most profound deep expression of love and I just thought not that I mean I hope I don't need someone to wipe my ass for me but it might happen to all of us and I hope that they'll be just really nice about it and that I would be nice to them too I mean there are other things like yes it's very good to have common intellectual interests and to have similar ideas about how you would want to raise children if you're going to have children and religion if that's a thing or you know politics like but um I just think being really, like, a decent human being and kind, yeah, just to me, that trumps everything now. And I didn't always think that. Like, I didn't... When I was younger, I just had these much more fanciful notions. But, uh, yeah, just compassion and kindness. I love this idea that as we get older, our tastes might change. I actually checked in with the guy from this pair today. He told me that they did go on a real date without my microphone, but it did end with her sending him a text message. She wasn't feeling it. Oh, well, maybe one of these other couples will make it work. Connor, get your headphones on! I have this weird sense that we're going to get in so much trouble. (laughs) They're not in trouble But unlike all the other couples that got together that night, these two knew each other before they got started. Side note, Connor and I are friends. (laughs) (laughs) We we are gaming the system. I don't know if we're hacking. hacking We have met before. Okay, but listen to how these two know each other. Side note, I know Connor because I dated his roommate for a while. And now we are friends. And now we're friends. Good case scenario of New York City dating. Seriously. And all of our friends agree that he's an idiot. (laughs) I have no comment. I personally think he's an idiot. No comment. Yeah. He makes his good old decisions. He makes terrible decisions. (laughs) It's your turn to ask a question. It's my turn to ask a question? Okay. Um... (laughs) What is the craziest thing you've ever done in a car? Which, of course, led to... Yeah, I dated a guy who lived with his parents. So there's some shit that's happened in cars. <laughs> so from there, they asked each other increasingly intimate questions. And once they got to question four or five, they started to call these the levels of intimacy. So let's go now to level four. And we're on our way up from here to level five. And I love this long-ass pause right after she asks him this question. Okay, question number four. Yeah. Um, What is the biggest lesson you took away from your last relationship? One, two, three, four, five, six, 
Not to get too deep. Sorry. No, man. This is the point. That that that, that I think this is entirely the exercise. I'm, I'm interested in what your question five is going to be. Right. I haven't thought about that yet. <laughs> um, was that um, when you are in a relationship with somebody, you have to part of taking care of the relationship is taking care of yourself. Relationships are hard. They take a lot of compromise, but. If you compromise yourself in, comprom- in making the compromises to make the relationship work, the whole thing's going to fall apart. Um, you can't see this, but I'm nodding a lot. Yeah, she's, not, she's nodding in agreement. I mean, I, I, if I could nod vociferously, I feel like anybody <laughs> over the age of 25 that's been in a relationship <laughs> that's falling apart probably gets that. But um, yeah, I mean, like we were talking about this earlier. Like I didn't. I, I was not really capable of taking care of myself in the way that I needed to until that relationship ended. Yeah. I'm just thinking about the concept of self-care. How it sounds really like kind of douchey on the surface, but in reality, like what it actually means is actually pretty important. Yeah, no, it's super important. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm at level five intimacy with you. Mm-hmm. I'm girding my voice. Oh dear. Go ahead. I feel like that's. I mean, I think it's pretty much it, right? I mean, how much more intimate could it get? Yeah. I mean, I feel like this answered the question. Like, how girded are your loins right now? Um. <laughs> I have a very scared face. On my face. She does. <laughs> I mean, I was, I'm sorry, she keeps knocking the over. So you can tell that he's building up the courage right now to ask her a big question. And remember, they have this mutual friend, his roommate, who she used to date. Hmm, eyebrows. Did you want things to go well with Peter? Whoa! My job! I'm going to very gently put the mic down. Damn! Um, <laughs> okay, so Peter is the dude that I dated, uh, who is Connor's roommate. Yep. Uh, uh, you want me to be like 100% honest? Yeah, I want you. Oh, this is awkward. Okay, um. This is a safe space. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge you either way. I've been telling you all night how cool I think you are, and all of my friends have too. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Andrea, if you're listening to this, which I'm sure you are, I hope you don't use this, <laughs> this tape. So I, I'm not an asshole, so I will stop rolling the tape here. But what you need to know is that she opened up and she told him the details of a relationship that he'd only ever seen from the outside, and a lot of these things, once she said them. There was kind of no going back for their friendship. I don't think they could go back to her just being the ex-girlfriend of his roommate. I think they became solidly friends. And you can hear it. That was very real, Connor. <laughs> good tape. For what it's worth, he's a fucking moron. You are the coolest. And I'm very glad that you are my new friend. I'm also very glad that you are my friend. <laughs> Are we going to hug it out now? We're going to hug it out now. We're going to put down these mics. Hug it out. We're going to hug. 
the hug lasted for 12 seconds. So now it's after midnight. Any possible couples have already jumped into a lift together. One group of ladies left to go dancing. There were a lot of phone numbers exchanged, including one group of ladies who've agreed to be brunch friends, and one guy who told a potential date, I'm not going to text you. I'm going to call you. We all swooned over this. So what do you guys think? Did my experiment work? Can just the presence of a microphone help two strangers connect? Well, of course I think that's the case. I mean, look at the show. I personally think that a microphone can be like Intimacy Viagra. Even if you don't need it, it's probably going to help you get there. So that's today's show. It was an experiment. I hope you liked it. And one quick brag, I actually did pop on the microphone that night. I was chatting and catching up with an old friend, you know, talking about the usual stuff. He literally nuked their two of their civilian populations. So now we're in charge. That's a problem. Would I get, can I get a chance again? Did you hear that? Would I get, can I get a chance again? It felt like I was the bachelorette for just a second. YY is produced by me with Lindsay Cradwell. Our editor is Hillary Frank. Our artwork is done by Teddy Blanks at Chips.NYC. Our theme music is by Andy Miklas, Casey Holford, and Lee Rosifer. Special thanks to Mia Lobel, Laura Mayer, and Andy Bowers at Panoply. We're taking a week off to work on some ambitious new episodes, so we'll see you again soon, in two weeks. Next time on YOY, we reveal the ultimate question, the perfect thing to ask a guy in a bar. Are you very good at math? Very what? Good at math. Am I good at math? No, I am awful at math. I'm good at uh, other, I'm good at many things, but math is not what I'm good at. I know it is. You know it is? Yeah. <laughs>